0: The project, the project Kuwait, Kuwait live Learn. Live. Live, live. Hey guys. So today we sat down with Fahed Jalala, one of the up-and-coming stars here in Kuwait in terms of the cross Heroes, entender. I think. Yeah, he is the hero. Yeah, you're right. man. to me, he is one of my heroes in terms of seeing him, you know, bang out the weights. Like, dude, like seeing him at Flare Fest, I just looked at him the field I was like I'm actually going up against this guy this is horrible I should not yeah, be on the same mat <laughs> crowd was behind him and everything <laughs> yeah, dude, man yeah he, he had he had the crowd behind him they, they were going crazy for him at one point
1: yeah so we talked a little bit about how uh, he's come from being a member at Sergey Plus to actually now being a coach there what it means to be a coach in Kuwait as well CrossFit coach and uh, how he's actually developed from being I think it was a scuba diver instructor yeah, yep. to now actually coaching CrossFit
0: scuba diver and bodybuilder
1: and bodybuilder body yeah so he was definitely one of those guys like hitting it up at the bodybuilding gyms and now he's a uh, transferred over to crossfit and he's looking to cement his place as one of the top guys in kuwait right now
0: and he's definitely on his way there and i mean it was great because we talked about the future of crossfit and the future of the kuwaiti athletes and how far we've come in terms of athletics in general whether it's crossfit olympic weightlifting and to know from a kuwaiti perspective other than myself that we're not that far off we're a few years away you know that's that's that's
1: pretty cool Two few years. <laughs> no, right. definitely. This, this region is coming up, and it's coming up quick. Yeah, especially the, quick. the Kuwaitis. And the Kuwaitis, you guys are working hard, and I think we're working harder than the rest we, we of the And we talked time, about so this. We have that switch, man. Yeah, we have that switch. No one switch. else
0: has it. We have that crazy <laughs> switch that once you turn it on, that's it. There's no turning it off. It's zero to 100. Exactly. <laughs> There's no in between. Exactly. So enjoy, guys. Enjoy. All this and more in today's episode. Today, we are joined by Fahad Jalala. I Someone that I had the pleasure of competing against in the Flair Fitness Festival. Well, not competing, just kind of watching. <laughs> <pitch>. <laughs> An amazing Kuwaiti athlete, up-and-coming crossfitter, coach. Am I leaving anything out? Mm, no. no. That's it. I, seriously, it's, it's great to have you on here. Thank you. Um, we got Meg from the States and Mr. LG over here in the house.
1: Hola.
2: So, so the three of
0: us are back on.
2: <laughs> How's everything going right now? So far, everything is good. Uh, we're having the open I'm just doing the open for fun now because uh, I completed the um, flare and before it was Elfett and Battle of the East, so I took like a rest. So now I'm just enjoying training, doing the open, the guys at the gym, and uh, just chilling, having like a rest time now. So what's the training like?
0: I guess I mean I think everyone that's listening to the show wants to understand what your training regimen is, especially after the flare, leading up to we were talking about Battle of the East later in the year. So what's your training like now?
2: I'm focusing on like strength and my weakness i'm doing my uh, program with uh, Ivan. uh i'm fit program it's one of the best programs i tried it really worked with me not like all the other programs are not good but like you got just get pick any program and see what's fit you more and you just go for it for now uh, cause i'm low resting so i just focus on like a heavy lifting sessions and a couple of forecasts short workouts just to not let my endurance go so much down that's it sometime joining any one of the classes in the gym so just to have fun yeah
0: well let me know when you're joining the classes <laughs> so i don't go anywhere near it. <laughs> <me. laughs>
1: so you're just keeping training pretty light like short amounts of time in your day right yeah. so like maybe like maximum 90 minutes one Ma- hour and a
2: half maximum 90 minutes yeah yeah no, no more than so
1: before minutes. when you were training for competition how long were you spending in the gym then
2: before i'd Three, four months before any competition. I used to train like, like I, I like to split them to two sessions. So around one hour and one hour and a half. So total of two hours, 30 minutes yeah. per day.
1: Yeah. Because of the extra, the two sessions, you get like a little bit more focus, a little bit more power yeah. each session.
2: Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, sometimes I get really busy, so I want to, want to do them all yeah. like back to back. But the performance is like low, but I just want to finish my program, but I prefer to do them, like split them. Like I do one like early morning and empty stomach. Yeah. <laughs> then chill, eat, coach like for uh, a a class and then get back and train with the guys.
1: And what's your favorite type of training? Are you like kind of a little bit more like barbell, like you enjoy barbell or you enjoy gy- gymnastics or what's your favorite?
2: To be honest, I enjoy barbell, but I got like some weakness, in the barbell. When it's come to what I like in the barbell, I enjoy the barbell. I really have a big weakness on my shoulder to overhead movements. Okay, I have a really not good elbow for weightlifting. This is what my my weightlifting coach George yeah. told me. He's like, "Sorry, Fred, <laughs> you just have a very bad elbow for yeah. weightlifting." Weight. I think I think <laughs> that was
1: there when he said that. I like, thank you, coach.
2: I'm working on more mobility stuff, extra stuff, but take time. I'm 28 and I like that, so I have two years, three years to get this right movement. My favorite. Barbell movement is clean.
3: Is that part of the reason you changed your training or your focus? Because a lot of CrossFitters are focusing on the open right now and you're taking your focus off of like competition. Is that because you just you prefer the regional competitions and to focus your attention on that, or is it more so to work on the mobility side? Or what kind of was the, the reason for not focusing too much on the open where every every CrossFit no, attention is right now? I'm
2: not, I'm focusing on the open. I like the open. Okay. I've been doing open like since 2000. It's okay.
1: I don't think CrossFit HQ listens to this. It's okay. You'll <laughs>
2: get
3: banned.
1: It's okay.
2: <laughs> no, I, I like the open. But to be honest, in the beginning, when I joined CrossFit, we were like obsessed with something called open. Like uh, we wait till 4 a.m. in Kuwait just to watch the workout. And then I do it once. Sometimes I do it twice, three times. It's fun, <laughs> it's nice, but it's affect my whole week of training. Kill them, right? yeah. this, they have to recover before it and they have to rest after it. Uh, for me, I just like to do it just once, but not for fun. I just focus and they go yeah. to the dark place. And uh, I did really good on the 19.2. I got second, yeah, second really, to yeah. yeah, I, second I was going to nice. ask you
0: about your strategy. Yeah. A lot of people have been talking about your strategy lately for the Open, and they've been calling you like the strategist yeah. from what I've heard, around different, heard yeah. around different circles. So can you give us some insight what's going on with this whole strategy side that you've been coming up with?
2: 19.1, I did a really bad mistake. I had a busy day, and I just had one day to do the workouts, and I'm going to the chalet. So I'm not going to come back. And I ran with my class 5k and I came back. I'm like, Oh shit. I have just one <laughs> hour and I'm leaving. So I'm like, I'm just going to do 19.1. So I, I didn't do that good, but I just did it. Got like seven round, nearly eight rounds, something like that. Then I told the guys and all the guys in the gym beat me. So I'm like, okay. Cause I did it first. <laughs> the first guy. So you fold me. Uh, 19.2 clean. So I just love it. Uh, I did it first time. I had one more reps to open the second round so I'm like this one I think I'm gonna do it twice no, yeah. no just one for fun <laughs> I so it's again did a good base if any any workout with a window was gonna open for you I would like to put another clock and just hold a base with a clock like every 20 second or 15 second I do a clean and just yeah. rest don't rush it up they finished 2 to 5 and then when I get to seven, two, 2 to 7 5 I couldn't get any rough because yeah. it was really heavy, heavy for me yeah, yeah. But I was happy. Then my brother khaled came back. He was traveling, and he came and beat me. But that's good. 19.3. I did it once and had like overhead lunges. And I am not that good on this movement because my elbows not like really locked. So I had a lot of pressure on my shoulder. So when I go back to the strict, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a couple of the guys in the class with me. The plan was like just go. As hard as possible, just kill your legs because you're not gonna need them on the strict and push up. Even if your heart rate go really high, they're gonna get back down slowly because you're just doing small sets. So one of the guys he did first time six. He came he came to our gym. I set the clock for him. This was my coach advice. Like yeah. every, every fifteen seconds, just do three or two, no more yeah. than. And then he jumped from six to twenty two reps. So that's oh, really, very good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, definitely a good strategy. I wanted to circle back to when you were talking about being busy and everything and our lifestyle in general, in terms of being a Kuwaiti athlete, because it's very difficult. We're working full-time jobs. Some of us are working our full-time job plus coaching, which is you. So how do you manage your time in order to incorporate all of your training throughout the day? Like what advice could you give to some of the younger athletes that are aspiring to get to your level or your brother's level? or the elite level that they see here in Kuwait?
2: I started when I started CrossFit, I was a student. My last course, 2013, graduated, and then I worked in a bank for a full-time job. So I just had like uh, one hour, one hour 30. If you're working a full-time job, if you're a really morning guy, I'd rather to wake up morning and go to train, but I'm not that guy. When I was to work yeah. in the bank, the, I have to be there at 7.30, I'm there at 7.28. So yeah. Like, yeah, so I came back. I prefer to finish my workouts as soon as possible after my work. Like I don't rest until and, and then go to the gym. Just sleep well. Sleep is sleep, sleep, sleep. Very important to <laughs> sleep well. If you're working a full time job, so you can get fresh, your nutrition, your, your food, what you're eating. The thing is for me, it's number one. Just I want to be done with my workout first. Then everything come by. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I finish my work. I go, finish the gym, then I'm like, yeah, okay. Family, friends, all all the other stuff. So make it like one of the first of your priority and everything will come slowly, slowly, slowly.
3: So you talk about sleep being really important for that routine. What's like, do you have like a sleep routine or like a bedtime routine that helps you like get the best sleep for the night? Or what's kind of the, the routines for morning and night that help you stay on track with that?
2: Now I got my whoop. So it's really helped me on sleeping. I prefer to get like seven hours okay. minimum. I don't get seven hours every day. I get six or five. But <laughs> I try my best to get seven hours. <laughs> so do you have a, like a good bedtime routine? No, no, to be honest with you. Because my
0: 20 <laughs> is my house. So I finish
2: the guys. they go uh, You out. just go straight <laughs> out. Go, Hassi.
0: Hassi. Uh, I wish I could be 28 again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: could get away with it. <laughs>
1: But man, I, like the fact that you only you don't sleep that much for considering like we kinda say that athletes should be getting like nine hours sleep and things like yeah. this, like to get sometimes five, six, even seven, if you're saying you try to get seven. Yeah. Like this is still not that much for an athlete it's and someone who's much. going to work and yeah. everything like this as well. So like kind of do you find that maybe you need to sleep more at the weekend? Do you try and sleep more at the weekend, yeah. or is there something like this? Oh like, yeah, I sleep like ten hours at the weekend. So you look at your sleep like over the whole of the week, that like they're the total hours over the whole yes, of the week, yes, not yes, just yes. kind of like, you know, I less.
2: prefer to sleep more than seven hours and I try to sleep more than seven hours, but family, uh, work, uh, coaching, all this stuff, sometimes I stay really late. When I sleep really more than nine hours, I go to the gym and I'm just, I just feel fresh and yeah. I just want to kill any workouts, you know.
1: Yeah, so I think that's really important. I think like it's good to understand the difference between sleeping enough, but also not too much. Yeah, because even then, sometimes you maybe you sleep at the weekend and you finish ten hours, but then. Ten hours, you kind of feel Busy. maybe yeah, you're yeah, a little bit like you're not ready to do anything. And oh, like, I know a lot of people, especially here in this country, they sleep like too much. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, like yeah. there's people like I heard. I had one client come in the other day. She said, "Ah, oh, just sleep 15 hours. How are you asleep? 15 Like, are you dead? Like, yeah. I'm like, like what happens there? Like, I don't know how someone even sleeps 15 yeah, hours. Maybe if I'm sick or something, yeah, like, I would, I would suck, sleep suck. 15 hours. Yeah. But this is normal for her." Yeah. I think, uh, okay, so you don't do anything else in your day? Like, this is, this is like too much. Too much, yeah. And so, like, we need to, usually, as you say, between like seven, Seven nine, nine, something like this is is kind of good for most people, maybe with a nap or something like after work if people want it. Like, yeah, yeah? but you need to be fresh for workout, right? For sure, for
2: sure. This is why, because now I'm not like a full-time job. I quit my job. I I was working in a bank for two years and then investment company for two years. Now I'm having my own business family business and coaching part-time good for you man my judge, I, just, <laughs> I just took this decision i'm like okay i'm not doing this anymore so
3: uh, did you notice a big change in your like stress levels <sighs> and sleep and working out and your performance and things like that once you kind of eliminated the stress of the full-time job yeah 100 yeah. percent.
2: this competition it's like a measurable for me like every year i see where's my performance when i used to do like full-time job i was like semi-final, semi-final. This year, I was like ninth on Battle of Days. I went to the finals. I'm like, okay, this training paid, paid, like I really trained really hard, uh, no stress, because you know, working in a private sector, so much stress. Yeah, it's crazy. It so really is, yeah. Now it's like, you're doing what you like. I'm coaching. I just love coaching, because I used to coach like, about a different sports. I was like a scuba diving instructor, so when I took this decisions, even my dad didn't knew about it that I want to quit my job. So I'm like, hi, dad, how are you? I just quit my job. He's <laughs> like, really, what's your plan? I'm like, I'll see. <laughs> so just uh, go and do what you love. And as Megan asked, my stress went so different level when I was in a full-time job. And wow, wow.
1: So do you see that there'll be like maybe more Kuwaiti CrossFit trainers starting to come through? I'm thinking. Even since I've been here, I've been here maybe like coming to three years now. And I think when I got here, there was not many. no many. Maybe yeah. CrossFit Kuwait I have some, maybe yeah. like Oxygen, things right. like this, but... But now there's starts to be more. Now there is starts to be more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well,
3: it's interesting because there was a lot of like members that used to say that they want to coach. And so you would kind of like talk to them about, you know, like the process of it, of what they would have to go through. And then some were just like, yeah, no, like I don't want to go through that work (laughs) and it would take a while. So I'm kind of curious of like what got you going from that member to coach and like really caring about it enough to like turn it into a part-time job, you know, and maybe even some full-time, like kind of what is that transition of going from a member and enjoying workout and like wanting to help other people to like taking it on as like a coach and being that kind of a guide for a lot of people getting into it.
2: I start as a member and uh, I loved this game so much. I love the competition on this game. The thing is on CrossFit, like you can't be best in everything. Like if, okay, if you're good in lifting, you're going to have a trouble running.
1: <laughs> like, yes. I yeah, okay. if, if you
2: want to get your endurance really good you, you're you lifting weights like your back squat's gonna squat, go a go little bit down uh, gymnastic it's so many movements like you want to be good on muscle up you want to be good on stand, handstand push-up now handstand walk like handstand walk obstacle like you just keep keep <laughs> learning and learning and learning and learning a lot as i told you guys uh I love like to make uh, people feel uh, better when I'm done with the session. They feel like I did something for them since I was like instructor in a scuba diving. And scuba diving is like a little bit harder in coaching because you coach them underwater without speaking.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so you're really good at the demos. <laughs> Yeah. So
2: when I started in uh, my gym, check uh, 2013, 2014, and then I went like enough for a couple of months with my brother when he did an injury. Came back, keep working out. Then uh, the guys in the gym, like, had uh, with the coach Alex this like uh, internship, a few guys interested on And he's like, What do you think about it? I'm like, To be honest, like, yeah, uh, I like coaching, but I want to see myself in this one. And uh, I just started it and I love it. Yeah. Even if I. What like, did
3: the internship process require?
2: Now our gym? Yeah. It's a four month with the guys. One month and a half, you're just shadowing all the coaches, just not doing anything, just seeing what's <laughs> happening and then going to the assistant and then going to the leading. So you go through all the movement and just sitting, meeting with Coach Alex and the, the coach and he tell you what's, you're going to focus on this one. Okay, you're good that down, but your voice is not that loud, especially in the mega box. You need to sc- yeah. keep screaming all the time. <laughs> and then once you're ready... He will start letting you coach, and he's assisting you, and then you just just get ready to coach.
3: I helped Alex with that internship process, and we went through a lot of trial and error before, like the group of guys that I think did it shortly after you. We went through a lot of trial and error of like what was going to make that process work. So a lot of shadowing time, like you said, I know a lot of people get antsy; they have a really hard yeah. time just watching and trying to learn at that point. But it's cool. I think a lot of you guys, like the members, stepped up kind of in that time or at that point and kind of made that transition of learning a little bit more on the coaching side and you having that background from SCUBA is a is cool way to transition into it. So it's cool to see that it's worked out and that there are a lot more Kuwaiti coaches. I think that's just really cool for most of the membership is local. And I think for people to just see the impact that fitness has had on your guys' life and for you to be able to coach them through that, not only like in their own language, that's something that an expat coach does.
2: Exactly. The, yeah, kids, like, there's some
3: things that just that they can't provide so yeah. i think that's
2: awesome the really good thing for us to coach the guys in kuwait like uh, there's so many Kuwaiti that they don't understand english at the all. language, yeah. yeah so yeah. when they see like he's a kuwaiti like i want to go to his class so i can't because i coach in all arabic yeah. you know what i mean just uh, so they get everything so it's easier for them yeah and it's something it's a good advantage for us yeah it's, no i think it's really yeah, important because uh, it's a good <laughs> advantage uh, you get
1: that um Actually, there's expats here who are willing to help you to learn as much as possible about kind of what we knew. And we, we got taught from uh, being back home, whether it's America or UK yeah. or wherever. But then you're able to do that in your own language. And I think that's really important, yeah. as you said, because not everyone can speak actually like fluent English. Right. Yeah. And even I know myself, sometimes I speak quickly. Yeah. Sometimes maybe like we use um, words which people don't understand or we don't know how to explain better. So yeah, it's, it's much it's sure. much better that you guys get to be able to have that experience as well, exactly, yeah. and hopefully it will grow, and there'll be better up, better yeah. co- coaches yeah. as well. So yeah, hopefully it will grow. Speaking
0: of, speaking of growth, now from the Kuwaiti perspective, okay, yeah. and I yeah, know we're we're new to this. Yeah, the CrossFit is virtually a new sport here. Fuck. We've got some good athletes on the horizon. You know, you, your brother, the young girl who's out of uh, BSK, I think. Saja. Saja, yeah. yeah. We have her. We have. Sam Adolfi, he's a young kid. He's about 14, 16. He does CrossFit full-time now. So how long do you think the transition is going to be for the Kuwaiti athlete to start making the games and really start putting a punch into, you know, the CrossFit world? Because I think we have the tools. We're, you know, body-wise, we're kind of small enough, so to speak, where we can handle the heavy weights, the endurance side. So where do you foresee it? After seeing so many years of CrossFit at the gym and the Kuwaitis getting into it, and how far we've progressed over the last four or five years,
2: I think with the new uh, role for the CrossFit Games, I think we can see like, a Kuwaiti guy this year in the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that so, one—that one I think every, yeah.
0: everyone's everyone's
2: hoping for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we will see. Like uh, we have, like we have, a great gyms in Kuwait. We have great coaches in Kuwait. We we have a great mentality in Kuwaitis athletes. So uh, I think we don't need that much. We don't need that much. Yeah, a couple yeah. more years, hopefully. A couple of more years, yeah. Inshallah, I Inshallah, that would be a Inshallah. great thing. That would yeah. be a
0: great thing yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah to see one of our own kicking Matt Fraser's ass.
2: <laughs> 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 what
0: really- do you
3: mean by the Kuwaiti athlete mentality?
2: The guys that I'm training, surround them in Kuwait. I see like crazy, crazy, crazy guys. Well, like, any, the crazy switch. Yeah, That's what we're yeah, well, like, doing. Sometimes, sometimes, like, calm down, calm down. Yeah. Okay, just put all this in a good direction and you will do great, but don't kill yourself, you know? So, if we just knew how to manage this, like, for example, the guy, he came to me, he's like, I want to quit my job. I want to just be full time. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Slowly, slowly, slowly. slowly. I think it's I wanna, like guys, passion
1: like you have so much passion for exercising fitness the gym everything and then you when you see people there, yeah, like especially in circuit plus when i've been there your members have like very very good passion yeah and like they all want to when i've seen them they help each other they push each other like they're kind of they're heroes like you your brother like they want them to do amazingly I like, oh man, like I, <laughs> at the flair competition i'm pretty sure you had some very loud cheers yeah like man when you hit the cleans like there was the whole place was going crazy so like actually like i think you're probably like a bit more of a hero than Uh, you think you are man yeah man yeah
0: (laughs) you definitely are when i looked up at the scoreboard i was like all right good he's there (laughs) i was like that's awesome like
1: in this like the fact that you have like so many people around the kind of community you only have to look at the flair competition or battle of the east yeah and hear like how I think maybe my first battle lease people are quite quiet. No one right, really wants to get right. too loud. Now great. you go there, like it's like in the evening when the weights going on, like yeah. it like, it's gets loud, yeah. it gets they're passionate. Crazy, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's very, very good. Yeah. And I think that's growing. And uh, yeah. people are liking the fact that they, they're able to give their passion to this. And around, like, again, with uh, people that they have, yeah. maybe sending someone to the games this year so like and that. hopefully sending someone to, like, sanctional competitions and things yeah. like this as well, then yeah. we'll see. we'll see it yeah. grow. We'll definitely see it grow. Well,
2: the thing is, uh, when I told you, like, it's, we need a couple of years because it's really hard in our, like, our country test to be like a full-time. Yeah. Dr- you can't, there's no full-time athletes. No, we've full-time. never had a full-time. We, no, we never have
0: a, Yeah. Exactly. Even, even with the, exactly. the, 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 national teams and everything, yeah. all these guys have jobs. Exactly. You know, they all work at yeah. seven to three. So it's a bit, uh, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's achievable. But yeah. it's very difficult. I think the one benefit to CrossFit being a private sport versus a public sport is there's no government involved with it. There's, you know, No one can come in and say, hey, no, you can't do this, yeah, you can't do that. Exactly. No, it's fully private. If you want to be a coach and dedicate your time there, I think that's probably... One of the best paths. I mean, from your perspective, if you want to be an elite athlete, you be a coach. So that way you can train, coach, and you yeah. get everything in, yeah. right? Yeah. But and so. the,
1: the best the best athletes don't always make the best coaches though.
3: I was just gonna say that's so <laughs> Sometimes yeah, they exactly. do, sometimes
0: <laughs> they don't. It depends. It depends. I always say you get athletes that don't know how to communicate at all. You know, but then you get
1: some of them that are
0: really good. So yeah.
1: I know Meg's going to yeah. go off about it. Like, like, she rim definitely rim is. Yeah. <laughs> She's like poised, ready to go. Yeah.
3: yeah, I think there's some athletes out there that are real shit coaches and they can demo all day, <laughs> but they can't explain anything and they don't know how to relate to other people or even just like the personality side. So you have a very outgoing personality. So coaching works really well for you. Even before you were coaching, you were always one of the, I've seen you in the gym and you've always been a very personable and outgoing person. So that helps too. yeah.
2: Those, yeah.
1: I definitely okay. think there's 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 people who are very good coaches, and there are lots of athletes who are very good coaches as well. Yeah. Right? but there's people who are better suited to coaching than just being a professional athlete. So, like, I I would encourage, because I wouldn't want to people to think like some Kuwaitis coming. I don't want people to think that. They have to be a good athlete to be a good coach. Exactly. Right. Like, so yeah. yes, it's, it's important for them to have experience and to be yeah. doing the sport and to be like around the sport. And, the yeah, sport, and enjoying yeah. it and pushing themselves. Well, they don't and, have
2: to be like in the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, to yeah, finish,
1: exactly. Yeah. And this is, I think this is important. Yeah. And I don't want to make sure that people don't get put off because yeah. they're not up at the top of the leaderboard in the top 10 or something like this, that they can't be a good coach. Yeah, exactly. well,
0: at the yeah. end of the day, some of the best coaches in the world have been your mediocre players. Yeah. You know, in They're the ones who football, work their asses football, off. Soccer, <laughs> baseball, everything. Yeah, exactly. They're the ones who know all the drills and the tricks because they had to be a work superstar harder. in their <laughs> mediocreness to get mm, there, sorry. you know? So it it's totally understandable.
3: Once you started CrossFit, did you notice cause you mentioned scuba diving being a passion that you had so do, like what kind of I guess impacts after not even just CrossFit, but just like being more fit in general? What kind of impacts did you notice in, like, maybe your scuba diving or just your daily life? Like, what were some of the side effects of just being more active in the gym? I
2: think I was, like, a, the, typically Kuwaitis who go to the to oxygen gym, like, just <laughs> bodybuilding gym. For, really? I did, like, uh, bodybuilding for five five years. Yeah, I think the uh, yeah, ma- majority of the CrossFitters
0: yeah. in Kuwait started out in bodybuilding yeah. at some
2: point. It's yeah. <laughs> really helped me so much. Like, I got really good... Good strength from this five-four years that I spent doing bodybuilding. Because if you start going with just now, without any background, you will struggle on the yeah. lifting and the heavy, all the stuff until you get. So I I, I used to do like bodybuilding, plus. Scuba diving. I used to do scuba diving so much, but now I'm like,
1: I'm just thinking of like some jacked, jack scuba diver. <laughs> and he in the water, man. <laughs> I was some like, I was like 107. <laughs> wow. You were 107. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, we were, that's no, like I'm, my body weight, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, like, that's like, big. So,
0: what do you say to the bodybuilders? Because I get this a lot, a lot with the Kuwaitis, especially my Kuwaiti friends that are still in the mentality of going to, you know, the oxygens, the victories, oh. and, you know, doing the whole bro split. And I'm like, dude, why don't you try CrossFit? And like, no, oh, man, no, I don't want to get hurt. The first thing is, I don't want to get hurt. And I always say, look, well, it depends on the coach, and it depends that- on if you're being smart about your movements. You know, if you're trying to do a handstand push-up and you've never done it before, you're most likely you're gonna get hurt. Yeah. Versus if you're doing the scaled versions, mm-hmm. but what could you say to some of these guys? Because we have some
2: novice listeners. So. Uh, I was uh, one of these guys. Like my brother came to me in two thousand sixteen the I think he's like, yeah, uh, let's come with me to. CrossFit, he starts in November, and I started on June. So I'm like, no, baby, thank you. <laughs> this, this is not for me. I just want to go to the gym, play back, shoulder, all this. And then one day I had like a rest day. I was chilling in the house, and he's like, come with me. It uh, was on Friday, and the gym's closed, so just had and his friend, they go and do like a workout. So I'm like, okay. I went there. And the workout was like pull-ups, uh, catapult swings, and some burpees. I did it. I, I, <laughs> I died. I'm like, what? Is this? So step by step, step by step, I'm like, I didn't go back to bodybuilding at all. I like it, but thing is, all my friends in bodybuilding who think that if they join CrossFit, they, they're going to get injured. Especially just focus on your coach. Just take everything easy, step by step. In when I'm coaching the guys uh, my uh, in Search Plus, I just tell them, just be really, really, really patient. If you see a guy next to you who's snatching 100 kg, don't think about him. Just think, think about yourself. <laughs> step by step, step by... Because we're we, we, like I just want to wake up and I want to do like 300, 300, 350 bound deadlift. Yeah, well, let's sure. do it. No, yeah, baby. Yeah, take well, it easy. Yeah, that's the mentality. Yeah, take yep. it easy. It's like, this guy been working, uh, doing crossfit for like four or five years. You're not going to catch him. Yeah. You need time. And just I just keep telling the the guys, what's come quickly will go really quickly. Just yeah. take it easy, and we'll stay long with you. But the the good thing is, the coaching and CrossFit gyms in it are really, 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 really good now. You Not know, like before, it was like some gyms and it was like uh, low in, uh, quality in the yeah. quality. Yeah. Now it's getting really, really, really. We have like one of the top coaches, like. Uh, the world, like,
0: we're
1: for, good, yeah, we're yeah. starting to get some more very, yeah. very,
0: very, very good, coaches, yeah, sure. Meg. There's the lead into your question right there.
3: <laughs> the what makes a good coach, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. What makes a good coach?
2: What I Meg mean, is, I think, is uh, to know your athletes. This is the hundred percent. Of course, if I'm coaching, for example, a guy and I'm like keep explaining them, but I don't know that this guy is thinking about something else, he will not get anything. So, just knowing your athlete, knowing their weakness, knowing their uh, like, uh, uh, what they're good on, what they need to work on. It just, just make you a really good athlete. And for me, I don't put any boundary between me and the clients. I'm like, I'm just friends with them. This is think.
1: That's it. So you yeah. get, get to know them, right? Yeah, more and more. Because yeah, yeah. you always need to get to know them outside of the gym because then you get to know them better inside the gym. Like why they're doing something. Like is there something going on with their family? Is there something going on with friends, like wife, whatever, family, yeah. everything like this. Yeah. And then you get to know... So okay,
3: how do you... How do you balance that in a group setting? Because what you do is mostly group coaching, right? Yeah. And so I think like coming from a PT perspective, like it's easier to get to know your clients and meet them where they're at because you have that one-on-one time and you're focused wholly on them for that hour. So when you have a group now and you've got like 20 people with different schedules, different lifestyles, different stress, different diets, different day jobs and stuff. How do you balance that of getting to know each athlete in your class?
2: In our gym, like I coach. Every day, like uh, just one class, one CrossFit class, or one c class, the bootcamp class. And CrossFit, I know the gym because I'm there all the time, so I know all the guys, all the guys' names. If I'm not coaching them, I'm training next to them, and I just keep annoying them all the time, so I know them pretty well. And the c like the Novel is really, really big. So especially, I do in the beginning of my class. I just ask who's new in the gym. So if this guy's new, I go, I go to him and I like have a little chat with him. After the workout, I just, I'm like, Habibi, chill down. I know you're dying. Why just come back, (laughs) come back to us (laughs) for this week. And then you will, everything will be good. So I try to like go over my class with every single client during the class. Yeah.
3: That's one of the big advantages that you talk about too, is like going from that member to coach is that you spent a lot of time working out next to a lot of these people and getting to know them at that level before going in and coaching. So that's a huge advantage Uh, there.
2: And I I really spend like uh, more time in the gym. So uh, after I finish my class, uh, if I'm stretching or I'm working out, like I see the the class that they just finished. So I go sit with them, have a chat with them. I like to speak to the guys, sit to the guys, like, you know, Kuwaitis, yeah, 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 and stuff. Yeah. Uh,
3: that's a good quality in a coach yeah. to spend a little time after class for questions and exactly. getting to know people. There's a, there's yeah. a lot of valuable, um, valuable things that can happen in that little 10 minutes after class. Yeah,
1: nice. for sure. For sure yeah. Yeah. So, man, I'll go question. Yeah, Where did this 100 burpee challenge come from? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't <laughs> <laughs> 100 burpees in 100 days, man. Are <laughs> you regretting <laughs> it yet?
0: <laughs> oh, <my laughs> sister, sister's just sister's just me.
3: declare it was 100 burpees for 100 days.
2: Yeah, and I just finished my 73 days.
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: So now we got to get this episode out before he finishes <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> The New Year night, we were sitting the duania, and I saw one of the guys posted. His name is Dachil. Posted a, a picture like he wanted to hundred days, hundred push-ups. I'm like, hundred push-up, it's it's gonna really affect my training. Like I'm gonna get <laughs> <just> sore <laughs> I, I won't be able doing this for a hundred day. So I'm like, uh, I I texted him and I'm like, hey, let's do it like uh, hundred barbies. Like, uh, no, no, push up. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, I took the idea, but I'm gonna post a hundred burbies. So I was like the guys, uh, oh, what do you think? All the guys in the Duane were like, yeah, well, let's go, we will do it with you. I'm like, okay. So I posted like a hundred berries, hundred day, let's do it. Three four days, none of the guys are doing this. <laughs> <Not me. more. laughs> yeah.
1: How many yeah. people are still doing it? Maybe, uh, I think there's a couple coaches, like a couple of the girls, right? Okay. Second plus, yeah,
2: two coaches. Yeah. plus Milos yeah. from Spire. I have four guys in the gym with me. They're doing it. One of my best friends is doing it, but just at home. Like, yeah, but it's uh, it's really good. Like I'm happy with it. But the thing, the hard thing is. I'm working out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm
2: doing <laughs> yeah. So do
0: you do it before or after the workout? I've seen you doing it after the workout
2: sometimes. Yeah, and in, in the beginning I do it before, like to warm up. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I go, I go to the workout. Yeah, I'm need, tired. You need power. Yeah. <laughs> so I do it like after. Like sometimes I do it like a mom. Sometimes I do it like just one time. <laughs> so I, guess the, yeah. I say,
3: yeah. What are the rules? Can you just accumulate a hundred in a day, or do they have to be a hundred in one? No, like, go? no. It's just like a like hundred
2: one a hundred a day. 100.
3: So just accumulate it. Yeah, so, oh, I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah.
0: But, there's, there's a commitment though. Yeah. That, that. i, I saw you. it and I was like, oh, I could do this. It's this would be easy. fun to do. But it's then easy. I'm like, I can't
2: commit for 100 the, days. The, yeah. the That's guys, hard the hard. guys started like, yeah, it's easy. So they did 20 in the morning. They chill. They do like 13 a yeah. workout. They count, about, yeah. but I don't count any workouts. It's, oh, so, you make it harder, So one week, two week, three week there in the in the chalet Friday. Then they make it. Then the the next day, when I do 200, then it's gonna yeah, get really, really markets, hard and then a big it. gap. And then, like, yeah. so I like the challenge, it's really good. I'm proud of myself. I'm 70 days and with all the guys that are doing mashallah, it with me. Yeah, like, it's uh, I'm high, like, it's affecting my training. I like, am I'm getting really better on burpees. Like I did a really? workout. I did the, uh, like seven thousand three hundred uh, burpees. I, so I, did, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did. a burpees workout yesterday, and I beat my coach. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, Oof. Oh, I'm <laughs> happy, <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. off. It's good practice. Yeah, yeah.
1: But then also, like you with your training, like we said at the beginning of the episode, like actually you're doing less training in your day. Yeah. So this isn't like one hundred burpees on top of your like full time athlete training. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is you exactly. just. This is you pretty chill in
2: the off season. Yeah,
1: yeah, this is. Chilled out time, just like getting something done for fun, exactly because like, yeah. you know, really, it just would, staying active, yeah, yeah, it would affect your training, like with the volume and everything it like would, that. Otherwise, yeah,
2: because yeah. because if I'm full time training. For like competitions, I'll be doing like two, three metcons a day. Plus yeah. hundred burpees that we're gonna be so much. But it's now, yeah. sometimes I do like a weightlifting session. I'm like, okay, my workout will be hundred burpees. Yeah, I do hundred burpees and then I go back <laughs> home. You know, so it's it's yeah. easier now. Yeah, it would be hard if I do it in a competition. But, yeah. I, but I did hundred burpees in fair competition. So I did it <laughs> <laughs> At night, I did hundred burpees. I remember I saw, I saw <laughs> yeah. you do this. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun.
1: Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, it it's good. No, it's, I was quite interested when I saw it. And I was actually thinking, will I do that? And I thought, I can't start it if I don't finish it. And I thought, man, I don't want to do 100 days. It's a commitment, dude. It's (laughs) such a commitment. (laughs) I was gonna,
2: sometimes I have like, I want to quit, but I'm like, you can't. You, you're the yeah. one who starts. Now me, you, so said you it. need <laughs> to finish. <it. laughs> we have twenty for twenty-seven days, and I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> that. So the guy, then
3: the guy who started the push-up challenge, is he still going on with that? Do you know? Is that he's still going? When you came out with the burpee one, did you guys talk at all?
2: <laughs> no, he, he's still going on, but he's just posting a picture with the hunt baby. I'm like, where's the video? So send me the video. Yeah. I want to see yeah, <laughs> but, but I think, it. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, but, but, but I think he's doing it. Yeah. But I told him, like, just come with us. It's much easier. Because the baby is like a, <laughs> a cardio workout. But a push-ups, yeah. 100 yeah. every day, it's going to be so much load on the shoulder and chest. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah.
1: I, would, yeah. I would be sore. I would yeah. be really sore. Yeah. For 100 yeah. days, I would be sore. So much. <laughs> so spe- speaking of
0: soreness, though, now, what are some of your uh, your weaknesses? As a CrossFitter, I'm just asking because if I go up against you in a competition ever again, I know what to do. <laughs> He's gonna
2: kick my butt, anyways. But you know,
0: what are some of the weaknesses that you have right now that you're gonna start moving forward to progress in and build up as a strength later on?
2: Yeah, for me now, the anything above my shoulder. I'm not. I'm not that good on the, the push press, uh, push jerks, uh, split jerk. I really struggle on them because my last competitions, I do good the whole competitions. And, uh, for example, uh, Battle of the East, I, I was in top six whole workouts, but I just had one workout. I got 40 place because it was the strength of the shoulder to overhead clusters. Oh, yeah. Uh, I really struggle with the cluster. So I'm like dropping really down or I, or I could be in the podium. Yeah. For this workout, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, is
3: it the mobility overhead or is it the strength?
2: I got really. Uh, bad shoulder for a weightlifting. I do like internal rotation instead of external rotation. So the uh, other way around. I, yeah, yeah. Other way around. Yeah. All yeah. <laughs> the way around. Yeah. So in the snatch overhead squats, I don't get any trouble. But if I want to do like a push press or split jerk, I need to be super fast on my shoulder. So this thing need, I need to work on them more and more. So this I'm um, focusing on next. Uh, so if, uh, if you wanted to catch me, just put for me a heavy shoulder to overhead. And I, <laughs> and yeah. I, mean
0: I, I was going to say the snatch, man. I, I was going to say over, shoulder to over, Like, dude, when I saw you snatching, I was like, wow, mashallah. You, you snatched some good weight back in the Flair Fitness Fest.
2: Uh, and the overhead squat, I think. The, yes, yeah, the overhead, the, squat. The yeah, overhead yeah, yeah. squat. So you yeah. got that overhead. Like, it was some pretty good weight. Yeah, I got, uh, I think, 225, yeah. 225 is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, well, at least in my, in my opinion, like, yeah. looking over, I was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> but, but for, like, a guy who, like, alhamdulillah, like, my clean is really good. Like, I clean 325 pounds, like, no. I'm 147 kg. It's really good. But my split jerk was 255, so it's 115. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need to walk on my shoulder. <laughs> I'm focusing on this thing. I started with Coach George for a while, weightlifting coach, busy with the coaching. So I stopped, but hopefully looking forward to get back and training pretty really well, inshallah.
0: Who are some of the guys in Kuwait, all right, we'll do an expat, all right, and a Kuwaiti that you would like to square up against? Like to compete next to them? Yeah, like you would
2: like to compete head-to-head with. Oh, well, there's uh, so many people. One I expat, like. one Kuwaiti. Kuwaiti, uh, uh, just one guy i want to his <laughs> <up>. <laughs> it's my big <bigger> brother <laughs> I just keep competing with him since like three years like we're doing we're doing the same program so every day like he if he worked out before me he just texts me he's like huh what did you get I'm like i got this i'm like i beat you i'm like okay so <laughs> okay, i did it. <laughs> yeah so i go and they have like a bunch of the guys are really good like my friend ali almar my friend uh, rakan from our gym there's a good athlete from many other gyms ali jamal from fdt same bahban one of the top athletes in crossfit kuwait but uh, he he got injured but i think he's recovering now there are really really good athletes from kuwait that they will push you really really hard yeah what about
0: expat who would you like to square up against as the expat uh,
2: like internal like in someone in in local yeah yeah local. one of the local coaches expat coaches who would you like to square up against like uh, today i did a workout head to head with with Lazar, one of the Oof. Serbian. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, uh, he's really good. Like Ivan, my, my coach, I love to go head to head with him because he's going to kill me. The good thing that I do, I, I like to train with the guys that are much better than me. So I can keep forcing myself. To get better, especially in CrossFit. If you're doing CrossFit, there is this thing in training when you go to the dark place, you need to get really used to them. And they, and they have my brother Khaled and my coach Ivan. They're really professional in going to this yeah. dark place. So I like to follow them. Like, uh, I prefer, like, in training, if I see one of the guys, is really good on, for example, uh, my weakness. I'm like, come. And let's go to head to head yeah. so you can push me on this workout. One of the guys is good in endurance and running, so I'm like, let's do it together so I can push myself. So, I need the Serbian crazy guys in- <laughs> <laughs> He's good to I'm have I say the around Serbians now. are good
3: <laughs> training partners. They definitely know how to go to the dark place. <laughs> <It's> crazy.
1: <laughs> Especially Laza. I mean, he's. Even
3: Ivan's. Even ivans I think the last time I did a CrossFit workout in Kuwait was at Megabox. I forget what we were doing it for, but I trained against Lena while she was pregnant and she was still kicking her ass. So <laughs> Serbians there, are there forgot, training partners.
0: <laughs> so what is the one thing that you could see that we as Kuwaitis need to improve in our CrossFit community to get to that next level?
2: One of the things that I, I like, we used to do it before, like uh, some couple of, uh, small, you know, small competitions between all the Kuwaiti, Kuwaiti gyms or all the CrossFit gyms in Kuwait. Throwdowns are really good just to keep, uh, to keep us pushing ourselves. We had like some of, uh, FDT throwdowns, yeah. throwdowns. Yep. It's really good just to make the guys that they want to go to the competing level, but they're scared. So if you make them start with the, just go and try the throwdown. We get used to it, little bit will get better and better.
0: Do you you think if there's if it, do you think the throwdown would only work if there was a prize, or do you think a throwdown would work without a prize?
2: Uh, I think without a prize because
0: we've we've thrown the idea around of doing it, of us doing it as the project to have a throwdown, Yeah, we've thrown that out there, talked about it a little bit. I think, and it was like, you know, would people want a prize? Would they want this? Would they want that? How would it work? But I think. Our Kuwaiti mentality is if you put a challenge up, everyone's like, yeah, (laughs) let's go go do it. Just for bragging right? Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. (laughs) It would be for bragging rights. So, yeah, all right, yeah. I'll take you on at a Metcon. (laughs) All right, but I get a handicapped. Okay. Okay. You got to give me like a good hand, like a good handicap. Okay. Okay. Like okay. you give me like a five-minute start.
3: Fahad, Fahad has a hundred burpee buy-in, and Matty even a start idea. That's, that's a good, idea. A, I think that's a good a idea. Even if he has a hundred burpee buy-in, he's still
0: gonna kick my butt. Like he'll finish his hundred burpees, and he'll be like, "All right, all right, let's go." <laughs> as long as there's no double unders, I'm fine. <laughs>
3: That's such a
0: shit excuse. Double unders? Come on. Dude, I'm (laughs) horrible at double unders, all right? Like, I'm just god-awful at double unders.
2: Can't get them. Been trying for months. Month is nothing.
0: You need
1: to turn yeah, oh, yeah. If you're only months, then you got lots of time. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, I, I have. I have,
2: guys, I have one of the guys in the gym. He's been trying doing the burndle for three years. I think he got them. Like, hey, I know like, well, he's really good at them. So please don't scare me. No, no. Man. no I'm not. Scared. <laughs> I, I, I I'm took, not scaring you. But I took like,
1: a year and a half, man. Straight yeah, up, a year yeah, and a yeah. half. I had everything else. Yeah. I just couldn't do double unders, yeah. and then it's, I, I, do, I can't practice it's them. It's like. just, a just to a do click. It. Right. Your body will click with the bender and get them. So that, that's what I, I usually
3: is. tell people like five minutes at a time, like set a timer five minutes, exactly. practice them, go for it, and then no more than that because if you go beyond it, you're just going to get pissed and frustrated <laughs> yeah. and then it never comes together. Five it's minutes. Like just five minutes, mm-hmm. a five day. minutes every day. Five minutes
2: every day. Every yeah. do it five yeah. minutes every day. I, I see uh, like uh, my gym, like just put a clock every minute before the workouts, five minutes, and five minutes after the workout for three weeks. Yeah. If you didn't do the bender, come. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try that yeah. i tried it at work like i had my
0: jumper with me at work i shut the office door i do my double under sets but then like you know towards the end of the week my, my legs are killing me <laughs> so there's like there's no it's a loose loose situation It's like when you're
1: super busy at work hey man <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
2: been
0: proven that movement at work helps you know brain functionality gets the blood flowing and everything all right that's not what i said like my, my my boss does not listen to this podcast, so I'm on right. <laughs> Every time he comes to the door, he's like, knock, knock. I'm just like, dude, don't do my double edges, man. <laughs> But, dude, thank you so much. You guys have any other questions? I mean, that was way No, sorry. No, I was <laughs> <telling the question laughs> list
3: No, I was just excited to to be able to join you guys for a podcast again. I always love that. But, Fahad, it was cool to talk because, like I said, thank I've you. just seen you around the gym. And it's nice to see you grow into the coach and to Thanks hear you so speak much. a little bit about the coaching and the training aspect. So I think it's awesome that you're being a great leader for the
2: people in Kuwait, thanks so much. Yeah. So, thank you.
0: So I okay. think that's an important point. Like he is a, I mean, you are a great leader for thank for you. all of us. In thank all honesty, like when I look at when I set my standards of where I want to try to get to, it's it's at your standard, you thank know, you. from the flare comp. Like, mashallah like you've you guys have really set you're setting the bar really high for a lot of the young athletes, and they're looking up to you. And it's awesome to have you on here, man. So thank you very, thank much. You
2: very much. Thank you
0: very much. Thank you, man. So much. Appreciate
2: now. it. Thank you.